Mother's Day, Autumn, what would a Mother's Day challenge be? Oh, you're asking me. Yeah. Well, you're the mother here, so you would know best. That's true. A Mother's Day Disney challenge? Mm -hmm. When I think of moms, I think of people that work very hard with very little recognition. And so I'm thinking about what that looks like in the park. I got it. (laughs) Thank you. No, I got it. Okay, so here's the deal. You have to show up to Disney World an hour early. You have to clean the entire place and stress out about the fact that it's not clean enough because guests are coming over. (laughs) Does that work? (sighs) Yeah. I mean, that's that. If I could, I would reframe it a little bit. Like, I might have the challenge be doing the opposite of what moms typically do, too. So, like, instead of going in and, like, cleaning, like, maybe the goal is to, like, not give any cards about what anybody's doing or how clean anything is. Like, almost challenging the mom to do the extreme opposite of what moms typically do. It would be hard for you to do, I'm sure. It would be very hard. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Easy Dizit Podcast. You have found here a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment, and we do that through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker. And we really hope you enjoy the show today. If you do like it, we would hope you consider nominating us for Best Asynchronous Holonet Broadcast. Please contact your Galactic Senator's home office for more information. And if you're from Earth, you can actually help us out a ton by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Thank you for helping out. And today on the show, we're going to talk to Dave. Dave and his family of four just got back from the Galactic Star Cruiser. We talked to Dave back on episode 32 when we first learned he'd be voyaging on the Halcyon. Then we talked to him just like a couple weeks ago back on episode 38. That was just a few days before he left. Well, he's back. He made it back safely. Him and his family made it back safely. And we talked this week on May the 4th of all days. (laughs) And uh, while I could have talked to Dave for hours... uh, We got the broad strokes and uh, just about how he and his family enjoyed the experience. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. But before we get into that, we have news, trivia, and mailbag with the lady who puts the mother and fairy godmother, Autumn. Aww, I like that. (laughs) Thank you. That's me. That is you. How's it going? Uh, Me? Autumn, happy happy (laughs) Mother's Day, Autumn. Thank you. Thank you. You are the, the mother that lives closest to me. That is a fact. <laughs> we, <laughs> we we live in the same uh, household. It's because we're married, I think, was part of the reasoning. I think we're married, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for being the best mother. You're welcome. And uh, thanks for uh, mothering a child and mothering me sometimes, I guess. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. No, that's really nice to hear. Yeah. So uh, we're still talking and thinking about a August trip to Walt Disney World, where I'm still talking and thinking about it, and you're trying to ignore me most of the time (laughs) and change the subject, but... A little bit. It was still in the works. I've gone from 10% personally to 18% likelihood on this trip. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's... it's, You're talking about it as if it's higher, so I'm surprised that that's the level that you're at. Well, that's how you increase it. I'm I'm trying to... uh, What's the word? Manifest. I'm trying to oh, manifest, manifest this trip by, yeah. by talking about it like it's happening. Yeah. No, I, I, again, I think it's great. And I think, again, like, I think it's definitely a trip that is happening. It's just mm-hmm. like maybe it won't happen in August. Or maybe it's... it'll happen August 5th to August 8th <laughs> at um, the Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> maybe. It's mm. a very short trip. Three days. I feel I feel like you can't mm. do Disney shorter than that. 
No. And well, like this as would a be... trip. I mean, certainly you could go for a day, but I'd like to do the travel from a place to travel there, I feel like. Yeah. Three days is it's pretty yeah. tight. No, I agree. I agree. This would be three nights, four days. Oh, okay. Yeah. One day in the parks. All four parks. Mm-hmm. So then we, we got to talk mm-hmm. about training for this because this mm-hmm. is a long walk. Mm-hmm. So we got to start get started on that. Uh, we are out of shape. We We've are been out, out of shape for the last 18 months, y'all. <laughs> We're not ready for 17 Call miles in one day. No. No. Nope. But we will be. I'm getting ready. I'm getting the stairs at my job currently help me maintain some level of <laughs> I'm on the third floor. And I do. I take the stairs uh, purposely whenever to, I have to go all the way down to get, uh, if I'm printing, I have to go around to the offices. So yeah, the stairs are step one, but I certainly need to do steps two through yeah. nine. I've had, <laughs> I had to do some classroom observations this week up on the third floor and I took the stairs up there and I had to do like just an extra lap past the class twice just to catch my breath. So I didn't walk in panting. <laughs> Remember that. Remember that. But honestly, that was though when I was when I was pregnant. Because before I was pregnant, I was like in really good shape, like the best shape as an adult mm-hmm. since probably like college. Mm-hmm. And then it was. I remember it was very rough going from that, and then just all of a sudden being really pregnant because it happens quick, and then like being out of breath. I had to like yeah. stop at the top. Wild. So what better motivation for mm. gaining physical fitness than this this trip? At a deluxe resort, potentially, yeah. with the four-park Dooney and Burke Challenge. Oh, this is right. at the Dooney yeah. and Burke Challenge. We're going to get a picture of you with a Dooney and Burke purse and yes. a cast member yes. in each of the park locations. Yes, and possi- possibly bring Tiana. I Yeah. For those of you that are new, when I say Tiana... She's referring I to I don't mean purse. that I actually know the Princess Tiana. That no. would be pretty dope. But I mean Dooney and Burke that came out with a bag, and I have the Tiana tote bag. Right. We're and talking so about... I refer to the bag as, as a her. Yes. Uh, she, her pronouns. And uh, I call her her, and I call her Tiana. Yeah. It's your cartoon <laughs> purse. Yeah, let's not call her a cartoon <laughs> purse, though. Tiana's is very Is that reductionist? Real. Is that... I think yeah. so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just gave Justin a very serious look and Sorry. made me reflect on how serious I was taking it. No, it was funny. I'm like, oh, I guess I have strong feelings about yeah, this. Yeah, I think I stepped in something I, I didn't realize was there. I didn't either. <laughs> we learned something about ourselves today. All right, Autumn, you want to get right into highly suspect headlines? I do and I don't, but I'm going to say yes for the sake of moving on. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I've got some challenging headlines this week in terms yes. of there's some there's some hard news in here. So, and I had a feeling. So, yeah, the, just the don't was not that I am not interested, but more uh, I'm a little afraid of what the mm-hmm. news is. Yeah. All right, let's get right into it then. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's do it. All right, first, before I actually rip any Band-Aids off, let me tell you about the Band-Aid. So let me tell you about highly suspect headlines, anyone out there who's new to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I don't just read the news here on the podcast. I do highly suspect headlines. And what that is is I read some headlines, some of which are true, some of which are false, and Autumn has to determine which are which. Are you ready for the first one, Autumn? All set. All right, so the first headline, Bluey being canceled after three hit seasons don't don't even play i don't even think we've watched season three there's only one and two on disney plus. on disney plus there's only two seasons yeah there's the third season because it's an australian produced show is uh, not yet on disney plus you, no i think you're blowing smoke up my butt I just, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say it's false this is false this is oh, false this is not true 
but it mm-hmm. comes what happened was there was like rumors online that this was happening uh, that they were getting canceled really yeah no I mean I would think people love it people love it and people were freaking out and Bluey like the Bluey Twitter I think it was the Twitter page addressed it directly and they're like this is not true can we, we are, just we are not going anywhere so first of all, that's awesome. But the second thing that was awesome is your Rhode Island accent that just came out. What did I say? When you said, what did you say? True? No, when you, no, what was it? Yeah, when you were just uh, letting me know about the, I think it was when you said the word true. You were, I, I could just hear your, Maybe. your accent come out. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for the second headline? Yes. Okay. Lin-Manuel Miranda announces Encanto sequel in the works. Hmm. I haven't heard about an Encanto's sequel at all. Mm. That's why you listen to Highly Suspect Headlines, the mm. latest in Disney news. In the works. Mm-hmm. In the works. True? This one's false again. Again, a false. Mm. This did not happen, but do you want to hear what did happen? Yes. So what Lin-Manuel Miranda did say is he told Insider, which is a, a online uh, magazine, on Thursday that he'd like to see an Encanto ride before a sequel. <gasps> That's what I was talking about, remember, several episodes ago. Yeah. I was like, no, like they need to make this happen yeah. ASAP. Like, well, remember Josh. Year, they need to, like, this has to happen. Yeah, Josh Gad <laughs> was, like, lobbying for a Columbia Pavilion at World Showcase with uh, Encanto. That no, was on the news. I agree, and I think that's super smart that they get a ride before another movie. And you know what he also said? What? He also said that Disney Imagineers are working on it. So this isn't like official at all. This is Lin Manuel Miranda in like interviews and Twitter. But would he say that? I mean, working on it. So he's having conversations with Imagineers. He says, "No one knows like what stage they're in." But but I said this months ago. Do you remember? Uh, Yeah. And he says the same thing. He wants like the casita. Like he wants people to be able to walk through. Yes. I mean that. And no, but who else is gonna? Yeah. I, and I'm talking like I want this level like to the level that Haunted Mansion gives you goosebumps because yeah. it's so good. But obviously, right? In yeah. Kanto, but like that's yeah. the, the largeness, the detail. Yeah. That's what I want. I was thinking of like a musical Enchanted Tales with Belle. You know, oh. The technology and the characters no, in there? that were yeah. awesome. I yes. think that could be really good. Yes. In Kanto, honestly, I would be. I feel like they get multiple rides. I would love to see like an Omni Mover ride or something like that. Plus, you know, plus like a walkthrough. Yeah, I mean, I think a sequel cool. will happen, or maybe an Encanto TV show. But he's saying here he wants he wants the ride first. Yeah, I agree, Lynn. Let's talk about it. Give me a call. Yeah. Uh, write in to us here at the Easy Dizzit Podcast, Lynn, and we will we support you. We, yeah. We'll be willing to do whatever we need to do to support this. Yeah. I mean, with our backing, Lynn, we can make this happen. We have literally dozens of listeners <laughs> every week. Dozens. Dozens. So <laughs> get in touch. We'll help you out. All right. Ready for the next headline? Yes. All right. Magic Band Plus. You know what this is? This is the fancy Magic Band that does extra things. That's right. So Magic Band Plus accidentally released early at World of Disney and Disney Springs. I thought it was already in existence. They've been talking about it. Oh. Yeah. Mistakenly released? I feel like Disney would do that. I mean, mistakenly released. I'm going to go with true. This is true. Hmm. It was an accident. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's funny because my I'm, I have a Slack channel with uh, fellow uh, travel planners at yeah. my agency, and this came up like, "Oh, check it out!" And um, it was an accident. <laughs> they weren't supposed to release them. They sold out immediately. <laughs> Wait, so it was an accident, and then so how does this happen? So they were stocked <laughs> to sell them, and 
but yet we aren't supposed to sell them yet? That's yeah, weird. I guess. But people were allowed to buy them. Yeah. Because they were out on the shelves. They put them out, then took them back off again. I, I mean, you think it could be a publicity thing? Like, it didn't make it yeah. to the news. Yeah. So people, so people had access to it. People yeah. were able to get, like, yeah. use their plus. Uh, no. Oh. No. And they don't work at all. So it was, what was it when oh. I was reading this? Disney Food Blog bought one. And they're like, yeah. Do you know how much they paid? AJ? Yeah. Well, someone from the, okay. the blog. They only paid twenty nine ninety nine for them. And the thinking wow. for these, like the rumors, what people were saying, they would be like 60 or 70. Yes. Yeah. But they also, they weren't supposed to be released too. So who knows like what that was. Something had to be a mis... Somebody read something wrong. Yeah. They put the or wrong boxes out. Yeah. 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 Some interesting new stuff came out of this though. The, the boxes are labeled works with Alexa. So this isn't something that Disney has talked about. So I don't know if there'll be voice activation features or you can activate them through Alexa or what that is all about. But Could you talk a little bit about, because this is new, what the Magic Band Plus is or will offer? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's a Magic Band, uh, just like the old ones that would be able to get you into the room, into the, your parks, and for charging items at certain uh, locations. Mm-hmm. But this one's going to be rechargeable. So the old ones would die after they say like three, five or seven years, depending on who you talk to. These will also have gesture recognition. Oh. They'll have a synchronized glowing element. So like during the nighttime spectaculars, they'll glow in unison. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just thinking like old school, you go to concerts and be like, take your Samsungs out and those light up the, wow. Exactly like that. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to interact with the the golden uh, 50th anniversary statues all over the parks. Statues? Yeah. No. Oh. And what they're really pushing, actually, is there is a new game in Galaxy's Edge. It's a, like a bounty hunter game that you'll use your magic band to interact with and play. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. I mean, if they're $30, I'd probably get one for $30. I'd get one for Yeah, wait, 60 that's another price. Wait, when you yeah. said that, like, that's... Mm-mm. No. Even It one. doesn't seem like it's doing that much... Yeah. No. no. I mean, in a, like I'm going once, you know, not very often. I probably wouldn't. I do like that they're rechargeable, though. That's cool. Well, if you're going often, I think that makes sense. Yeah. For us, we're still pretty far away and don't go often. But if we were nearby, then yeah, I get that. And that's one of the reasons they said they got rid of the Magic Bands was as part of their efforts to um, reduce, you know, waste. But not that they I'm sorry that's yeah. one of the reasons they said they stopped giving them away for free but still mm. sold them said it was wasteful so now these mm. are rechargeable that's a little better yeah okay but yeah with the whole hey Disney with Alexa coming into Disney rooms I kind of that also this like working with Alexa kind of makes sense I wonder right. what features will be unlocked there it's cool it weirds me out a little bit I don't know if I want a big Mickey on your big wrist. Mickey yeah or in my room like I don't <laughs> mm. I don't like I, we don't have we don't really have Alexa. We have like, hey, we, pal. Yeah. <laughs> you look real comfortable. Oh. <laughs> right. I just noticed you were talking about French fries. <laughs> it gives you all the places like, no, I'm good. Anyway, interesting. Interesting. Okay. What's the next headline? Next headline. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will use a lottery system for the first two weeks of opening. Oh, that's a sound decision. They, is they um, what, what would be the benefits of this? I'm trying to think like Disney. Uh, control, um, being able to not have money be a barrier, but still have people be able to experience, which helps get the word out about it. Hmm. 
I was tempted to say true, but now I want to say false. Hmm. What has changed your mind? You. Hmm. <laughs> it's high stakes here. It's high stakes. Mm-hmm. Don't mess this up on him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> if I say one, as soon as it, if I'm wrong, I'm going to be like, oh, I should have done the other one. Ooh, this is tough. I'm going to go with false. It is false. What made you go with false? You. I just was looking at you. Or just reading me like a poker player. Mm -hmm. There is a clue in here, I think. Disney doesn't often give you precise timelines. They'll tell you they're going to do something soon. And then they'll say, uh, temporarily after, you know, or for a limited time. They'll never say for two weeks. That was an indicator. And when I asked you to read it again, you said lottery. Like, I feel like... It was too broad. Well, guess what? They gave something more specific. Here's the real headline. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind to use virtual queue and sell individual lightning lanes. Oh. So, yeah, the virtual queue. If you remember the virtual queues from Rise of the Resistance and Web Slingers, this is the one where you kind of, you got to get right on for 7 a.m. Yeah. And you have to be there at like precisely the second that it changes. So, yeah, from the Disney website. When Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewinds opens May 27th, a virtual queue will be in place. Guests will need to use the My Disney Experience app to enter the attraction. A standby queue will not be available. Each guest can enter the virtual queue no more than once per day. So the virtual queue is just signing up virtually. Yeah. You basically all arrive at a time. Exactly. Which is okay. And then the other option is you pay. You're like you do the $15 to pay for the ride. Yes, but I imagine it will be more than $15. Oh, would they change the price just They can that? change the oh, price whenever would... they want. And this is a brand oh. new, highly anticipated ride. I would not be surprised if it was so, quite expensive. Okay, so but so now here's the deal, though. I guess this is like, right, they have to manage crowd control. But if everyone gets a virtual queue, I feel like that line... I mean, you're avoiding the line because people are showing up at a certain time, but it's yeah. still going to be continually full. Mm-hmm. And then I imagine even with the paid, right, uh, like the lightning lane, that that still might get very full. Yeah, I think but, so. So I, I'm uh, also so wondering here what's going to be the difference between the, the difference? two queues. And I imagine the yeah. lightning lane will be shorter because you're paying for it. Yeah. Because yeah. in the past, like you, you get a, a return window with the virtual queue. With the mm-hmm. regular virtual queue, you get a return window, but you still had to wait in line when you got there. So I imagine that that line will be significantly longer than the lightning lane. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. But I see with the, they're just avoiding the, like, just show up and, and Stand wait. in line. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Don't, they don't and want, I think it would waste people's time. Yeah, they don't <laughs> want people waiting in six, six hours in line yeah. for a ride. Okay. All right, Disney. So, yeah, in the past, like, the queues, the virtual queue opens at, say, 7, at 7 a.m., and that same goes for, like, the individual lightning lane selections. Right. So I'm thinking this because this could be a tricky call. Like, should I go for the virtual queue first or should I go just straight for the the individual lightning lane selection? Mm. Because those virtual queues are going to go quick, like, within seconds. Yeah, for the day. Yeah, They're for gonna the be, entire day. Yeah, no, I think I would just pay. I would try to just do it early, like, get there early as soon as the park opens or, or at rope drop and then and just pay and be done with it. Well, this is the same thing. It would be 7 a.m. If you're a resort guest, you can do um, individual oh. lightning lane selections at 7 a.m. Okay. So you, at, at 7 a.m., you have a choice. Are you going to try and get the free one or are you going to try and get the paid one? It's tough. And the free one's going to go quick. And I imagine the pay one's going to go really quick, too. Well, Might if you not can, can you, tr- you try to get the, the free one. Yeah. 
but but be set up and ready to just ride and pay for it the one that you have to pay for to do yeah early, but imagine know? this happens you go for the free one first you can't get it and by the time you realize that's the case you go to get the paid one and that one's gone too yeah that would but be the, well the paid one you just go right it's walk on and you pay no this. no you have to do that ahead of time yes at 7 a.m Oh, yeah. God, it got to So at 7 a.m., you'll have a choice to do the virtual queue or to do the paid version. No, I'm going for the paid version. Right away. Early, I'm just going for the paid version. Yeah, mm. not, no, for a new ride, I'm not messing around. Yeah. All right. I, there, I'll, I'll make note of that. There's definitely going to be more space for the paid one. There's definitely going to be more space than the virtual. I wouldn't even... Yeah. I to mean, me, I wouldn't try to... I don't know. I don't or, know which one there'd be more now, space Now, here's for. the other thing. If there's if there's multiple people in your party and maybe one of you so-so or one of you doesn't mind, you're to like split up the cost, mm-hmm. I would suggest maybe having, right, some try to get, see if they can get on for free and then others, others yeah. of you, if you can pay, you know, so these two, That's true. you're breaking it up. Both people could do it and, you know, the people within your party might have different opinions on whether they want to pay for it or not or try to get it free. But yeah. Yeah. That's a thought. All right, it will be interesting to see how this works. All right, so I've got a bonus fifth headline for you today. Oh, yeah, it's a bonus. You don't, yeah, you don't give extras no. often. No, it's just a special Mother's Day treat for you. Okay. Um, and this one's a little meta. So here we go. Meta is my thing. Disney clickbait website featured in Johnny Depp and Amber Heard defamation trial. <laughs> Clickbait. Read it one more time, please. Yep. Disney clickbait web. Disney clickbait website featured in Johnny Depp and Amber Heard defamation trial. Disney clickbait website mentioned. Featured. Entered into evidence, actually. I'm gonna say it's true. It is true. It's true. So listen, there's this website. They they literally talked about for a half hour Pirates of the Caribbean and part. I've been (laughs) following this closely, and I didn't hear about that, but I just it makes it's not. I, yeah. after, after I heard that, I was like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so I, that, Yeah, okay. so Amber Heard, the defense, entered this, and they were, as part of, they were questioning in a Hollywood insider. Okay. And they're saying, you know, is this not true? Is this not true? And just reading article headlines that supported their case. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, Disney reportedly scraps plans for Depp's Pirates of the Caribbean 6 return. And this website that he was citing was Inside the Magic. So Inside the Magic is the worst Disney website on the internet. Oh. It's terrible. If 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 you've clicked on Disney Clickbait, it's got a pretty good name. Inside the Magic is the inspiration for highly suspect headlines. That's why this is meta because you click on it and you read through the story and the story's nothing like what the headline said it was. It's that uh... kind of thing. Like Disney parks are on fire and it turned out there was like a firework that went in the wrong direction three years ago, you know? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's so bad. It's the worst website for Disney information. Okay. And they brought that into this trial. (laughs) Why? I don't know the exact reason. I think they were trying to show that, you know, uh, either Johnny was losing this before Amber Heard's letter, the op-ed was released or something like that. Um, But yeah, it was just a rumor. Like, they report on rumors, too. That It's not even just clickbait. It's just, like, not journalism you know it's right. like we heard this it's gonna sell a lot of ads or we're just, we're just gonna make some stuff up yeah yeah it's really bad <laughs> it's really bad website and i'm sorry because i can't even say don't check it out you don't really have a choice like the, they pop up all it the pop, time it's yeah. on your feed if you search disney so yeah inside the magic is terrible and 
<laughs> but the guy's reaction to Don't it was priceless because the 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 defense lawyer's like, "Is it not true that this is a thing?" Uh, and and the guy on the stand's like, "This rogue website, like he called right. it a rogue website." He's like, "Yeah, it's true. It's a website that says things, but right. that happens on the internet." Right, right. Um, that doesn't mean that that's true. So yeah, <laughs> I was I was thinking you were gonna say something like they had to like consult this. You know what I mean? Like they were gonna have to like consult Disney about proof of something he did you know what i mean yeah. like i thought it was gonna get there no so this would, would be wild basically this is one step better than someone citing highly suspect headlines from the easy does it podcast because yes. <laughs> at least half of my headlines are true they are right well or at least <laughs> at least like we're stating whether they're true or false you know we're not like trying to to say that it's true when it's false that's right <laughs> we're not liars <laughs> We're just trying to have fun with the news. All right, so that's that's, difference. that's that's highly suspect headlines. Autumn, what's next? All right, so we have A Stumps J, where I, Autumn, try to stump my husband, Justin, with uh, trivia related to all things Disney, Disney World, Universal, uh, Disney Plus, anything you can think of. That's anything Disney you can related. think of. So, Justin, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. For I'm the first stump. Ready to go. All right. Listen up. The Haunted Mansion is the only attract- attraction located in four different blanks. <laughs> in four different in four different blanks, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, the only attraction located in four different lands and four different parks. Yes! Yeah. Nice work! So this Have is Have you really... done this one? No, I didn't oh. know this one. Oh. That's why I was like, oh, maybe Justin doesn't know this because I don't know if we've explicitly yeah. talked about it. So if you're not familiar with with Disney parks and with Magic Kingdom specifically, there's different areas or lands within the Magic Kingdom park. Um, Why are you listening to a Disney podcast if you're not familiar with Disney parks, though? (laughs) Maybe. First of all, I just went myself two years ago, so it is very probable that did you you listen to any Disney podcasts before you left? No. No. It just no, seems I didn't odd. know like, about the land. I did. I had no idea land. I, I knew there was Magic Kingdom, and I knew there were rides. I had no idea about the land. I appreciate anyone listening to this podcast. Yeah. And if you've never Don't, been, actually, this is a great. This is a out. great podcast for you to listen to. We welcome people. And here. I'm looking for people who are going to Disney World. And mm-hmm. you know what? We'll talk about that in mailbag. Go ahead. So okay. So as I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Say between Disney World, which is in in Florida, and Disneyland, which is in California, there are a lot of the same ride. Um, The facades might be a little different. Sometimes the theming is changed like slightly, but there's a lot of the the same ride. What's interesting about Haunted Mansion is where other rides are in other Magic Kingdoms, they tend to be in the same location. Um, But with Haunted Mansion, in all the different parks from Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Paris, Disney Tokyo, Mm -hmm. they're actually in it's actually in different sections of the park which is very which is unlike any of the other rides that are replicated sure in other disney parks so i didn't know that i love haunted mansion so this was a really interesting piece of information yeah it's in liberty square in disney world it's in Mm -hmm. where is it liberty Liberty square in disney world new orleans in disneyland yeah and then it's actually the haunted manor in tokyo that's true i don't know the name of the land but in paris Fantasyland. it's in like the western themed uh, land, which Frontier. is really, Frontierland, which is That's really right. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. In in you know, this spoke a little bit about even some of the detailed differences because of how it's located yeah. uh, and the different, different references. Lines. Yeah, 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 the different references. So that was that was interesting. 
Um, <clears throat> okay, ready for the next one? Uh-huh. All right, here's another Haunted Mansion one. Ooh, lucky. <laughs> the Disneyland Haunted Mansion was largely inspired by the Shipley Lidecker House located where? The Shipley Lidecker House located... This is the Disneyland's Haunted Mansion was largely inspired by the Shipley Lidecker House located where? It's in the United States. I've got to say it's in New Orleans. <laughs> no. No. Oh. No. Where is it? Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Was it a haunted there's house? A, there's a book, is a picture book, Decorative Art of Victoria's Era, which was oh. a book that uh, one of the Imagineers had had, had gotcha. and had gotten inspiration from. Gotcha. So, another interesting fact. All right, you ready for number three? Number three. Ready All right. So, I love, we both love Haunted Mansion. If mm-hmm. you were to ask me right now, what is my favorite ride in Disney? It's Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I've heard you say that before. <laughs> True. So for those of you that don't know the ride, uh, generally, um, it's, okay, it's an okay. Omni movie. Well, I just want to say it's so an Omni So you're listening to a Disney podcast and you're not familiar with the Haunted Mansion ride. Why are ride? we making judgments? <laughs> I, I had never been to Haunted Mansion before. Oh my goodness. Don't let my Disney elitist husband <laughs> off because I literally hadn't been to I'm Disney sorry. before. And I was a, I did. I was a I'm Disney hater. A, We've talked I'm about this. I'm being a Disney elitist, aren't I? You uh, are. Why are we making an assumption? It's fine if you don't know. You're going and you're listening because at least you have an interest in it. What is this haunted it? mansion I've been hearing about? Thank you. So I it's a mansion. On. It's it's an omni-mover, meaning it's cool. You basically sit in a two- to three-seater uh, ride that moves you. That's typically on some kind of track or, or wheels, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what an omni-mover is. <laughs> exactly what it is. And anyway, it's cool. So it's in the dark and you're going through... A, a haunted mansion which sounds very like basic and plain and i'm telling you it is not if you're listening you haven't yeah. been to disney it's amazing are there ghosts? but that's the premise <laughs> there may be ghosts there is a ghost host okay okay so the ghost host is who narrates your experience as you go through the ride mm-hmm. justin mm-hmm. who is the voice of the <sighs> ghost host this was great because this is another one I didn't know. I'm yeah, like, I gotta know I've this. I've definitely heard it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Re- I'm gonna try for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, this isn't something I can remember. No. I mean, you're gonna remember I'm it now. Sure, he's um, he was a voice actor, and I know one of the notes he was given was breathier. Could you do it breathier? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. What's so it's name? Paul Freeze, F R E E S. Yeah, Freeze. And also was the voice of the Pillsbury Doughboy. That I did not know. In many of the Pirates of the Caribbean. He did a lot of voices in the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is really cool. Wow. Thanks, Paul. You're awesome. This was the first ride I went on in Disney. And, like, once I, like, got in the seat, I, like, got goosebumps. I was, like, excited. I had, like, found the thing that I felt spoke to me. And I felt like... (laughs) I felt it was the first ride where I felt like, oh, okay, yes, I'm I'm in Disney and I'm really like excited about this, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, thank you, Paul. You're a large part of it. <laughs> Last one, we're continuing on with the haunted mansion theme. Yes. <laughs> so, there was a movie made, the haunted mansion. The original one was was Eddie was Murphy. The, there the was the original <laughs> one was Eddie Murphy. Eddie okay. Murphy played one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So, who? This is a two parter. So this mansion is owned by somebody, right? Who is who is that person? What's their name? In the movie? And in the ride. And in the ride. They're, and they're in the ride. The person's uh, in the ride. But it's so, a detail. Uh, the Hatchaway is the um, the bride's name, Hatchaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it actually depends on which 
which park and which ride we're talking Disney about. Disney World. Okay, I don't sure if I know the one in Disney World, but I think it's Barnabas T. Bullion in Frontierland in, uh, who's actually from Thunder hmm. Mountain, I think, but oh. in Frontierland in Disneyland, I believe he was the owner of that one, because it has the, the, the Frontier theme to it. Well, 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 this is a tricky bit of history for sure. While Barnabas T. Williams claims to be the founder of Big Thunder Mountain Mining Company, it was in fact Henry Ravenwood who founded the company. And it is Henry Ravenwood's residence that remains haunted in Disneyland Paris. How exactly Barnabas T. Williams came to own Big Thunder Mountain Mining Company is at this point, unknown. Um, this is the, it's, it's the owner of, in the, Disney World? of the mansion. In Ooh. Disney World. Yep. And it it's is not Hatchaway. No. No. It's Master something. I don't have it. Master Gracie. Oh, Master Gracie, that's right. It's Master Gracie. Yeah, from the movie, yeah. Part two of this, mm-hmm. why is it Master Gracie? Why is that name significant? Because he owns the mansion. He does own the mansion, but but why was that name used? Like, why? What's what's what does Master Gracie mean? I do not know. I well, we're gonna, guess. Justin. I, we're, I'm so excited because you're just learning a lot yeah, about Haunted Mansion, and it's our favorite ride. I think I keep saying our favorite ride. You then maybe it's, it's not your favorite. It's, it's up there. It's at the top. It is yeah. my favorite. Okay, so named after actually one of the the Imagineers that it was a huge um, really? uh, predominant. Yeah, Yale Gracie. Yale Gracie um, led many great projects, but but well known on the on the mansion. So it's actually he's, he's considered like the lord of the design That's really cool. of the project what of the ride. Honor. Yeah, isn't that cool? And so in in the movie, the image there. So in the ride, there's an image that looks very similar to the the actor in the movie in the yeah. Eddie Murphy in the original movie, which is cool. And it and they resemble each other. How about so that? So I thought that was I, I thought that was pretty cool. Huh. I don't know. How are you feeling? I'm feeling you, like I just you got feel stumped. Like you just got stumped. I got stumped. Was it like I was just curious what you thought of that that haunted mansion trivia? Well, I mean, as a grin grinning ghost, I <laughs> tend to go out and socialize. So I'll leave it at that. Okay. I think that says it all. Uh, are you ready for some mailbag? Yes. All right. So I asked a question on Reddit. I'm trying to get people to tell me if you've never been to Disney World. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is that the audience we're trying to speak to now, Justin? Well, yes. I'm curious <laughs> if you have never been and you're going, like, what do you expect to be down there? Like, what? I want to hear from people who have never been and only know Disney World through stories of others and media. You uh, asked me this question on the first episode. I did. Because this was me. Yeah. And I and and but you had but I asked you after you had already gone. So I mean your reporting is is kind of um polluted by experience, is if it? you will. No. Uh, corrupted, absolutely. No, I was still able well, no, because you also knew what it was before we went. Like you knew you also knew what my view of Disney was before yeah, we had gone. Yeah, but so. but I'm interested in the opinion of someone who's never been. Yes. And is going. Yes. And so I, I made a post asking, and if anyone out there is in this situation, please do get in touch because I'd love to interview interview yeah. you before and after you go. That's one of my goals for the, the podcast this year. Uh, so yeah, a couple interesting, really positive things here. So from Saul0218, first timer going next week. I'm beyond excited, especially Galaxy's Edge. I have my droid, lightsaber, and Oga's reservations and have studied up on using Genie Plus for rides at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. All right. This person knows what they're doing. Reddit is a very informed community, I should say. So this person definitely sounds like a Reddit person. That's interesting. I don't know anything about Reddit, so. It's a very informed community. (laughs) 
I'll make judgments on that. I'll check it out. I am dreading the heat and the crowds. Mm. I know early May is supposed to be a slower month, but I also know post-COVID it's still been crazy. So I'm preparing for the worst and hoping for the best. Mm. Actually, crowds have finally started to slow down a little bit at Disney World. Uh, I got another one here from Dust Bunny. Uh, I'll be going for the first time except for one visit as a small child that I do not remember. And my parents claim I did not enjoy. So, yeah, I think that still counts. Yeah. I'm concerned about the heat and the crowds, but I'm prepared. And I have just a few things that I'd like to do each day. Everything else that happens will be what it is. And I hope to have a good time just experiencing the ambience. That's good strategy. That's Low expectations. Beautiful and mindful and just... There is so much to really just take things in. There's yeah. going to be just so much to look at. I equate it to the first time I went to New York City and I just barely looked up for a second and then I was just like this and I just had my head up the entire time. Yeah. You know, there's so much. There's just so much there. So take your yeah. time. Take it in. Just enjoy whatever the experience is and know that there are plenty of people there to help you. It's a lot better smelling than New York City in the summer oh. too. Much less urine. Yeah. No, more, it smells more like candy. just warm and there's like just a sweetness everywhere you go. Yeah. Everywhere you go. All right. And then actually we got a comment here on Instagram. One of the posts I made was talking about leaving the park during the middle of the day. Yeah. And we got a comment here from Lady Ginch Chilla. Oh. And she says, I'm sure it varies by party, age, goals, mobility, etc. But would it be better to siesta or rest somewhere in the park as opposed to traveling off site and returning mm. with the stress, time and expense of travel? If one were to take a couple hour break from the worst lines and heat, are there any on-site respite spots? Mm. I'm picturing a shady town common with comfortable chairs for a free spot or less budget-friendly, some sort of villa-like rental that they have at some water parks. Mm. So as That's far as a question. free... What do you say, travel planner? Yeah, okay. So in terms of shady, free, comfortable chairs under shady spots, if there are any, they are already taken by one of the other 10,000 people in yes. the park. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So, I mean, if you want to kick a child off a chair... <laughs> Or push a granny out from under the tree. That's a possibility. Um, I think, and I said this in the comment, you know, um, Carousel of Progress is a nice 22-minute air-conditioned break in the middle of the day. 21 minutes, actually. It's going to be, yeah, I think the only break in the park is going to be to do one of those slow, dark, cool indoor rides. Hall of like, Presidents, Hall usually of also no line, and you can, the vestibule there is air-conditioned. That's another option. Uh, in Hollywood Studios, you have uh, One Man's Dream for an air-conditioned kind of walk-through exhibit. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, but you got to wait in line. You do. Yeah, and uh, and you can't really chill for a couple hours. True. Uh, so there, there isn't much. I mean, if you venture off a little bit, say you're in Magic Kingdom, and you wanted to walk, take a 10-minute walk to the Contemporary Resort, there's a couple nooks. You can you could probably catch a nap at the Contemporary in a couple different nooks. You know, by the Convention Center, there's some really comfy chairs. So that's a that's a possibility. But but I guess all in all, we'd say so if if you want to just sit sit and get some AC, those are the few rides in Magic Kingdom. Just talking yeah. about Magic Kingdom, there aren't comfy that. chairs in but AC like, inside the park no. though, because they'd be filled with people. Yeah, you know? they'd be. Yeah, there really isn't sitting. There's like hard benches in the sun. Yeah. So I would say if you really like need to get out of the heat and like put your feet up, it, it is going to be to leave, to leave the park. And I would say I totally hear about like worried about a losing time. Yeah, a restaurant. Too. You could you could book a restaurant and kind of just camp the table. 
You could do that. You could book a sit down and camp the table for a little bit. They'll politely try and yeah, move you along. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, but, but you're going to have can't, to. They can't move you if you don't want to move. Sure, sure. <laughs> but again, too, you'd have to spend that money. So if you, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, but if you want to like really just go and, and rest and sit and whatever, that's going to be leaving to go to, you know, wherever you're, wherever you're staying. And again, I hear the thought about, oh my goodness, am I, am I, you know, uh, wasting time, but really not. If you if you enter and put that into your day, yeah. um, you can see plenty of the park and still leave yourself a two or three hour break in between the hottest part of the day. That's what we do. We're not there yeah. then. You are wasting a bit of time, but it's the t- it's a hot kind of yeah. crowded part of the day. Yeah. And I just, if you're planning for it, the nice thing, like you don't have to miss out on other things. You know, you yeah. plan to have that break like we do and you do the things in the morning, late morning, and then afternoon, evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not to say that, you know, if you have the energy and can do it, staying all day isn't a terrible idea. No. You know, you're going to get a lot more Disney for your money that way. And Lady Ginger Chile here mentioned some sort of villa rental in the parks. And actually, they yes. did this in Magic Kingdom. They tried oh. this for a few months in Tomorrowland. They had cabanas oh. set up, like... Uh, with couches and like a mini fridge and you each person got one complimentary novelty ice cream mm-hmm. up to eight people yeah. how much do you think something like that would cost for the day a tent in tomorrowland <laughs> per day per day four hundred dollars seven hundred dollars <laughs> yeah they, they they went from oh. like november to february and then just they didn't end up doing it but. Oh, so another thing would be, wouldn't the monorail crawl be a thing to do? Because it's like, you're on the monorail sitting. You could sit you on the monorail. you just go to a restaurant, and then you could sit, like, get something light, and then, like, go back. But I'm just like, that's, like, out of the sun. You're, it's air-conditioned in there. Yeah. And it just takes you to the, there's three or four different restaurants that you stop yeah. at. There's definitely some locations where you can get a rest, and that would be a good yeah. topic for a show, I think. Restful locations Let's during the day. write that down. I'm writing that down. <laughs> right now. All right, so that ties up the mailbag. Well, that was great. I loved the feedback that we got there. I'm wondering if any of them would be interested to to uh, come and talk with us on the show. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to get someone on who has never been and is going uh, for a pre and post trip interview. So if that's you or someone you're traveling with, please get in touch. I'd love to talk to you. All right, stick around. Uh, we have Dave coming up next. He's finally back from his voyage upon the Halcyon, and we're going to talk all about the fun that he and his family had. I'm so excited to hear about it. It's the first time we've heard that someone's gone and what their experience is like. We have no idea. So this is, thank you for sharing your family's experience and for sharing it with us. Yes. Because it's like we get a piece of it. So, and that's the magic. So thank you for spreading pixie dust. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stick around. Thanks, everyone. Dave, you're back. You made it back. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations on surviving an intergalactic uh, journey. Yes. Is, is that the word it, you would use? Journey? Yes. It was a space cruise. So yes, it was a journey <laughs> through galactic space. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you were on the Galactic Star Cruiser. You were on the Halcyon. And I'm sure a lot of people listening... Um, have a lot of questions. I have about a million. I'd like to talk to you for four hours about it. <laughs> and maybe one day we will. Maybe we can make that happen. I'm sure I'll have to buy you beer for that. Though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so where I'd like to start is, so you walk off the Star Cruiser. You're done. You just had a two-day journey in, in, um, out in the galaxy. 
You walk off the Star Cruiser, you're back on Earth. Let's start with, and take your time in thinking about this, what are the thoughts running through your head? What are you saying to yourself? Tired. We were really, <laughs> we were really tired. Mm. Each night, we didn't go to bed before 10. And I want to say the last night, we went to bed probably at 11. Wow. So you're thinking, I am tired. Yeah. Yes. What else? Give me more. What are you feeling? I don't even know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just lived in a Star Wars story for two days. Yeah. And it was just, um, I don't know, words can't describe it. It was, it was, it was amazing. A little bit of, a little bit of a letdown, I guess. When okay. We, Tell me about that. When, 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 when we left, just because, I mean, it's, we knew it wasn't real, but it really seemed it. Um, yeah. With the all the interactions with all the characters and even passengers, yeah, um, it was it was just so much a lot of fun, so much fun. Um, definitely so- would recommend it <laughs> if you could, if you if you have the means to do so. <laughs> Wait, so it was the transition back to real life was uh, was it jarring? Would you say it was jarring? It might have been jarring if we didn't have anything to do afterwards. Mm. Right. But we, you know, right from there, we went to Pop Century That's and right. then to Disney for five more days. So it's not like you had to go right clock in <laughs> yeah, at right. 10 o'clock that no, day. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, so like, I don't know, I guess we made the transition pretty easily. Mm. You know, it was just pretty much on the go for that whole week. Yeah. Personally, for me, I, I always have a hard time transitioning away from vacation. Like, I, I always need like an extra day to work. To like switch my mindset and i'm just thinking how in depth and how um immersive this experience was how how was that transition to go from like okay i'm in star wars and now i'm in uh, fantasy land <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was i guess for for me um it wasn't it wasn't bad it there was a letdown to it but from stuff that i've read and watched and listened from others yeah, it seemed like a lot of other people had more of uh, an emotional impact. Wow! Afterwards, I'm not saying I didn't. I did, but yeah. I wasn't like crying. Right. <laughs> How well, a lot of other people have, and I was worried about that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, humans are we. We really get into stories. We are yeah. all about stories. And I, I, have you ever heard of what is it? The the Stanford Prison Experiment? No. It was this wacky experiment back in the 70s where they basically said, okay, these are going to be prisoners and these are going to be prison guards. And we're going to kind of try and analyze um, the way people interact in these situations. But they they were just, um, they were college students, right? And they were just playing a role. They had to stop it two days in because it got way too serious. These people jumped into their roles way too seriously. And there was like significant problems. They had to stop the experiment. So when people say to me, Oh man, start, that needs to be longer than two days. I like to think like, well, <laughs> check out the Stanford prison experiment because we don't need like re- right. rebels actually maybe, becoming rebels and attacking. Who knows? Maybe that could have been part of their, um, you know, the, the imagineering about it. You know, they, they might have used that as a, yeah. as a guide. But yeah, we need to stop it at two days or people are going to go insane. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. I love it. So 
you came off exhausted. You came off with a little bit of a letdown transitioning back to semi-reality. Did you feel fulfilled with your story? Did you feel like... I did. I did. It was, um, it was the second night that we were on it. It was after dinner and after one of the events that had happened. I just like stopped and just looked around and I'm like, you know what? nothing else happens i'm fine you know it was just it was fulfilling it was that fulfilling for me yeah. oh, um there was awesome. a little bit more that happened after um and it did get a little crazy with Ooh. amount of things going on okay but i was like you know looking around like yeah this is if nothing else happens i'm i'm happy i'm satisfied with everything that <laughs> that's happened awesome so <laughs> all right so all right, so now let's let's jump from the end back to the beginning. So you and your family, you show up, you drive up in your car. What did you see? What what, what happened there? I expected like there to be a big line, yeah, and there wasn't. <laughs> They're moving people through. Yeah, well, we we got up there, and th I think there were only like two or three groups in front of us. Okay. So I was like, oh wow, we might get in the first group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the yeah. first group on. So we were there for like a little bit over an hour, just just hanging out. Um, we really didn't talk much with other people. We did a little bit. You were there for an hour um, waiting to get launched up? Yes. Okay, yes. got it. Got yes, it. outside there's like a, it's almost like a serpentine line okay. thing to get in, kind of like a Disney ride. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> But as we were there, you know, more people kept coming in. Did it? Did people seem? Was there excitement? Did it? Was it anything? Oh yeah. Was it anything like the line for like an opening night of a Star Wars movie? Yes and no. I want to say like people kept pulling up and like they're all dressed up, uh -huh. just like just like we were, uh -huh. you know. And there were there were a handful that weren't, mm -hmm. which you know that was totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, people. People were talking with other people about what brought them there and mm. and, and all that kind of stuff. Would you say there were more so people was, dressed up than not? Yes. Oh, wow. Awesome. I would say 85 or 90%. Oh, that's awesome. Was all dressed up. That's so good. So you went through like that brief orientation and they, they blasted you up into space. What did the uh, kids think of the um, uh, the transport? Yeah, it was... Um, I think it was just an elevator, but I'm not exactly sure if it was because you went into the one you just you, you went into the transport mm -hmm. and they closed the doors and you can see like up on top there were there were like windows and you right. saw you could see trees. Right. And then when it when they blast you up in the light speed and then boom you're in space. Yes. You're right next to the Halcyon and you're flying and you're docking with the Halcyon. Yes. Um, so that probably took, I don't know, maybe a minute, okay. two minutes, it's pretty quick, something like right? that. It's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even know if it was an elevator or if it just like opened up at the other end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I couldn't, you really didn't feel anything. Right. Oh, okay. I expected, I expected it to have some kind of rumble or anything, but yeah. no, there really wasn't. Oh, okay. Really? No so. tactile. Okay. Yeah. No, I was kind of, I was a little bummed about that, but. They must, well, it's a luxury experience. So they have highly developed um, gravitational dampeners. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Exactly. Well, okay. And I'll listen. Let, let me complain here. Let me nerd out for a second because I've seen some videos of this and you're in the elevator and you take off and it looks to me like you're entering light speed while still in atmosphere, which in the Star yes. Wars universe, you cannot be that close to a planet and enter light speed. No, Poe did it he did. during during the rise of Skywalker when they were light speed skipping. Okay. And he did it in the beginning. He did it, it close to a planet? Yes. Right, then I don't know they were they were they were light speed <laughs> skipping to you know because there's light speed tracking uh -huh. now. 
So they were light speed right, skipping, right. and he was like skipping in and out of planets. Okay. Ray was Ray, Ray was real pissed at them when they got back. I remember that. We can't. We can't because but there's no there's no physics. <laughs> physics means nothing. All right. So I was wrong about uh, gravitational. Thank you for telling me about that. I feel a little bit better that uh, Disney's doing their part to maintain uh, Star Wars canon here. So you get. <laughs> so the doors open. What were your kids' reactions when the doors opened? I think I took a picture of them when we were in the elevator and they were watching the screen. They were just like up there watching, like mouths opened and on. <laughs> and when the doors opened, when we got out into the atrium, mm-hmm. I was just like, I was just like, wow, I can't believe we're here. I've, I've watched some videos and seen pictures. I'm like, wow, this is this is real. Yeah, this is it's it's real. Um, and so the kids were like all excited too. They were, you know bouncing a little bit <laughs> going inside um yeah you walk in and there's like a model of the halcyon at the one end and then yes. like they have they have those those pillars with the holograms in it of like the halcyon spinning in one and oh that's cool um d3 d309 spinning in the other one and um, that's something that they usually have on cruise ships right like they have like a model of the cruise ship on yes. the cruise ship yeah yes. that's awesome yeah so yeah, we were just like it was just it was just overwhelming. It's like I can't believe I can't believe we're actually on here. I can't believe we're actually we actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> so they took you to so, your room. Yes. So they took us to our room, and um, you know we're talking, chit chatting a little bit, and we got to our door. The cast member was like, "Okay, you know, scan your band, your mm-hmm. magic band to get in." Or your d- data band. Did they call data it band. a data band? Yes, they did. Okay. Your, okay. your, your data band to get in. Because they've gone back and forth on Magic Band data band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they did that. And then, like, it didn't open. It's like, it was like it was locked. And then, so I'm like, okay, so so we'll try. So we <laughs> all so tried. Dizzy. And it, that is, I mean, even yeah. when they're in <laughs> on a spaceship, that's still the rule of Disney doors not opening up. Right, right, right. <laughs> So, so like we all did it and it wasn't working and we were trying to, to move it. And like the cast member sounded like a little concerned uh-huh. and then we heard voices in our, in the room Oh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, is this part of the story? Are, are they, are they, you know, or, you know, what's going on? So she, she walked us back out into the atrium. And said, "Well, you know, maybe your room is not ready or something. So, yeah. you know, we're we're just gonna I'm just gonna walk you back and we'll figure this out. Like, yeah. Okay. So we went to the atrium and we sat for a little bit and then, um, like, the star the sublight lounge was right there. Mm-hmm. So we're like, well, since we're just here, we can't go to our rooms. We might as well go there. Might as well. You know. So we walked over there and we were only there for like a minute, and then the cast member came over and got us." Uh-huh. Um, she didn't really tell us what happened. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's not part of the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, I guess they were just, I guess either maybe maintenance was in there oh, or, yeah, yeah. you know, they were trying to fix something. I, I don't know. Or the room wasn't ready it could be because they only, they only have like, they might only have like two or three hours to turn everything around. Wow. You know? uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised so, if they're still doing that as guests are filtering in. Um, it, was just, it was just kind of funny that, you know, it's like, well, someone's in a room. Like, what's going on in there? This, the, this story is awesome already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah. So when we finally got in, when we finally did get into our room. Were you impressed? Um, oh, yeah. It was, you know, just like all the pictures. You know, the kids are super excited with the bunks. Yeah, like like both both kids wanted to do the top bunk 
on the first night and we're like no one's gonna do it one night one the other one's gonna do it, do it the other there you go um, so and they have that they, they have like the wall panel with like it looks like a built-in tv right and i think it's an actual tv which you can get actual channels which we didn't use but it's <laughs> it says your name and it has like a little map of the galaxy of like where you're going but it shows that it shows bespin it shows coruscant and it shows batu like nice. like like and it, and it outlines like your path like the way you're going to be going i would love so. to see the data on um, like local television station utilization, like who's watching diners, drive-ins and dives on <laughs> right. the star cruiser. That's what I want to know. What percentage? <laughs> yeah. And I, I know it was available, but I mean, we never, we never changed the channel. We just left it. So I'm looking to like, I'd like to like find some other people to go with, uh, and share like a room to split cost. And that's going to have to be a hard rule. That's absolutely going to be a hard rule in that. <laughs> The channel does not change. <laughs> There's a Facebook book out. There's a Facebook group out there um, that's dedicated to finding roommates. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be checking that out probably tonight yeah. after we're done I talking. Said, <laughs> I said to, I said to Jen like a couple of days after. I'm like, oh, I really want to go back. <laughs> I'm like, maybe maybe I'll do. I know it's, it's, it's expensive, but maybe I'll you know join that yeah. group and maybe find someone else to go with. And Jen was like, No. <laughs> If, if, if you're going, we're all going. I'm like, okay, well, if we yeah. do that, it's going to be a long while. Yeah, we're going to have to wait. Back. Yeah, I mean, like, you'd have to, because you couldn't tell the kids, right? This would have to be like a business trip or something, right? I right, mean. right, right. Because it, it's funny because we were telling the kids, too, like, even before, we're saying, you know, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do it. And afterwards, the kids were like, you know, oh, when, when we go back, it's like, what do you mean when you go back? And they're like, well, you know. When we're older and we have our own kids, we'll take our kids with us. Oh, like, yeah, that'd be awesome. But you could take grandparents too. That's right. <laughs> All right. So the whole family. Was there anything that the um, the family agreed together? Like this is the best. Um. No, I think because I don't know if we actually talked about what was the best mm -hmm. during the Star Cruiser. Mm -hmm. Or the trip in general, because mm -hmm. I think the kids were just thinking, you know, oh, what was the best part about the trip? And, you know, my seven-year-old was like, oh, it was Space Mountain. <laughs> um, and, oh, sorry, and, Dave. How did that feel? <laughs> oh, no, it was good. It was good. It was good. We wrote it four times, too. So Nice. nice. Um, for a seven-year-old. He was, like, so excited about it. But for the Star Cruiser, I mean, I kind of followed my older son. Mm -hmm on his missions and like Jen was trying to help our younger son with his missions and stuff. Um, so I, I just think it was the, just the mission, especially for, for my oldest son, like the missions that we were on and that we did. Yeah. I mean, he had a blast and he, you know, got all buddy, buddy with, um, Wraith Cole, which okay. is, which he is Gaia's manager. Yes. Gaia is the international or the galactic superstar. Yes. So very interesting Cole, character. Yeah. Yeah. So Neil got all buddy buddy with him. He has some interesting tattoos. Yes. Did that come up? Did he mention the tattoos at all? Not that, not to us, maybe to other ones, but I don't think I saw tattoos. On his, um, his right arm, he has tattoos. I saw it in the video and then I actually saw it in the video that you sent me as well. I very, didn't very think I noticed it. And you said he there. It's here's a spoiler. I'm gonna announce spoilers at the beginning, but there. Apologies. 
In accordance with Galactic Communication Ordinance 87Z.45, this portion of the show has been redacted. Yeah, so you kind of just got to hang out with your son and play games in yeah. another universe for a yeah, couple and, days. And, and pretend for the that's whole so for the whole week, for the whole for the for the whole two days. Yeah. That's gold, man. That's gold. And it was and, and it's funny because both kids before we went, they were dead set on, you know, helping the first order. They wanted to help the first order. They, they wanted to, yeah. you know, they wanted to spy on us because we were going to be resistance. <laughs> you betcha. They were, they were going to report on the, on the first order. <laughs> right. But, but when we got there, it all changed. Like yeah. they, they wanted to be good. Yeah. Um, and the stuff with the Wraith Cole, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't bad. Right. Um, but it wasn't 100% good either. Right. You know what It I was mean? more neutral. Yeah. As far as alignment goes. <laughs> But ma- mostly it was good. Mostly the, he had good intentions for everything he did. Yeah. He, they, the way you're describing him and what, just what I've seen of him, he reminds me of the Dr. Afra character from the, the comic books. I think we talked a little bit about Doc Afra. Yeah. I haven't read that, but. Um... She's, she's kind of like, she's a very conflicted character, right? She's like eh, neutral-ish in terms of good or bad, but you can tell she, she wants to do good. She's just had like a history, like a human. But, is um, she like is she like a spy or something? Or? She's an archaeologist, but okay, she acts like a spy. She's like an archaeologist that's a spy, basically, or and gets very deeply involved in all sorts of politics and okay. action and all that stuff. And then, like I didn't remember it. It was like two sons, one <laughs> something or other. It's like a random coded message, a coded yeah. message. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my son remembered it mm-hmm. and so you know the the cruise director was like yeah does anyone remember it and like neil just like rounded it off it's like <laughs> oh nice so then wraith so then wraith cole came in you know and he was like oh you know talking about gaia and all this stuff and then um he asked about the message was there a message that gaia wanted to be delivered and neil was like yeah and so he got to tell him that yeah and like everyone was like yeah that's awesome so it was like <laughs> right then that's when Neil, um, you know, him and Wraith Cole were like buds. Yeah. You know, and, ever, ever since then. And I imagine Neil um, having a whole like room full of people cheering for him. Yeah. He's probably beside yeah. himself with joy. Yeah. It was so awesome. We had a whole heist on the Halcyon later that night. Some yeah. Mission Impossible type stuff. Yes. That's yes. awesome. It was, it, was, it was so awesome. Like we were hacking consoles that are like all throughout Black Spire, Outpost. And we found the toy maker. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because one of the toy stores ah. on, on Batu. Uh-huh. And in the back, you can actually see a window and you see a shadow of her like working back there. Ah. And some of the stuff that he did on his data pad, like right out front, he shut the lights out on her and you can hear in the back I'm like ah and I'm like Neil you just did that and he's like yeah I know and it's and it's funny because the um the cast member who was working at that store you know kind of looked over at us and like laughed like she knew what we were doing you know it was yeah, like it was yeah, just yeah. really cool it was just so cool oh man like I'm sure like maybe three or four different groups of people did these same exact missions gotcha. as we did gotcha. you know it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just for us, you know. Right. I'm sure other people did it. And the the logistics behind that are also really interesting to me. How do you get people to experience these things without kind of like bumping into each other? And right, did right. you kind of feel like you were on your own missions when you did it? Yes, we did. Awesome. We did. Very we, cool. and, and like even talking with Neil after, like at some point, like after about two, we all needed a rest. So <laughs> when we were in our room, we just kind of like hung out for a little bit. 
and like Neil got one of his messages from Wraith Cole about about a secret meeting that we had. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm talking about him like, yeah, that's that's amazing. He sent it just to you, and he's like, Dad, he didn't send it just to me. I'm sure other people got it. I'm like, I know Neil, but it's you know we're. <laughs> Jeez, Neil, don't ruin it for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, can I ask about some non-story stuff? Yeah. How was the food? How did everyone think of the food? What did everyone think of the food? The food was good. Both Jen and I really liked the food. The kids really liked the buttered noodles (laughs) and the pizza (laughs) that we had a special order for them. Okay. (laughs) You kind of called this. You knew this going in. (laughs) How about they, the waffles in the morning? Did they do the waffles? They were good. Yeah, those were good. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah, those were good. But I mean, I'll give the kids credit though. They did try. Awesome. The food. That's um, really all you can ask, I think, you know. Yeah. They tried it. Yeah. That's awesome. And each each night was, you know, something was different. Like the first the first dinner, they brought the food out, mm-hmm. but it, you know, they just like said, you know, this is this, this is this, this is this. And then oh, you know, Gaya's going to perform for you. Yeah. So Gaya performed during our dinner show, during the dinner show. The second night, it was all about the food. Like every yeah. course they brought out, they'd announced it, where it was from. Oh, that's so And cool. they brought it out, you know. Fanfare. Um, I really like the food. Even the blue shrimp. It tasted <laughs> just like regular shrimp, but it was blue. It was, and Jen doesn't do seafood and neither do the kids. Um, hey. But it was it but it was it was it was like cold shrimp, you know, cold yeah. shrimp. Yeah, like, like a cocktail kind of thing. Cocktail sauce, yeah. yeah. So um, you basically just got like a bunch of shrimp cocktail. I did, yes. I did, <laughs> I did. Yeah, and I and and I feasted on it. It was yes. good, and it was and it was it was marvelous. Oh, that's great. So yeah, it was really good. And the desserts were good too. Even the lunches and the snacks were good. Did you or Jen try any cocktails? Oh yes, we yes we did. Were they good? Um, were they fun? Yes, they were. I heard they're like yes. fun to watch. Yeah, when in the Sublight Lounge, we had there were there were two different drinks that you could get. You know, you get to keep the glass. You know, mm-hmm. One of them is is my chalice that I'm yes. drinking out of right now. <laughs> and another one, it's like a, it's like a little ball. Was that the one that was like a margarita? I think it was like a margarita, but it was like a spicy margarita. Ooh, all and right. And it came and it came with a with a tube of lava from Mustafar. Yes, I heard about this. And like you can add a little bit or as much as you want, you know. <laughs> How so much did we, you add? So we tried it, you know, it was a little spicy at first and then we just dumped the whole thing in and just <laughs> went for broke. Um, so it was good. But they have a, a, a lot of different cocktails there. They also have beer that's named aptly. Like there's some some of the beer that you can get in Oga's and in Docking Bay 7. Yeah. Um, but they also had like one or two that was, I think, specifically for the Halcyon. Can I ask, how were the the non-character interactions with staff? Like, so they're not like characters, they're not one of the seven characters, but the people at the bar or the people helping you get to your room. How were your interactions with them in terms of uh, immersion and theming? How how in the story were they? They were they were putting the story. Our servers during during the the dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the same server, and he remembered just just like a cruise. Like if yeah. you ever go on a cruise, yeah, they're really good about you know remembering you know your drink and and what you wanted. He remembered the kids' drink. They both wanted lemonade, and they both had lemonade and different types of cups. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was really good. The members in the store. Mm-hmm. They were good. They were pretty much in character. We also obtained a ancient artifact oh. from the gift shop. 
that oh. <laughs> you that I've heard that you go and you 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 know you don't do it when it's crowded. Okay. And you say, you know, I've heard about there's an ancient artifact that you know you have, and she and she like kind of snapped up and like, oh yes, and she's like, put it on, and <laughs> she took us over to like a, a little secret compartment and she pulled it out and and it's a special pin. Okay. That it had the Halcyon Star Cruiser on. Oh. But then, if you wanted to show your allegiance, it flips over, and it's and it's the Resistance Rebel Alliance, you know, logo. Awesome. And you can flip, and they were like, you know, and if, if you have the first order around like like you do now, you just flip it over, so they can't tell. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so yeah, they're they're really good, really in character for all that. Oh, that's um, great. And even even the um, when they took us to our stateroom when we first got there, she was she was in character. She was you know talking about the ship, and you know it's been you know this is the 275th anniversary cruise, and yeah, you know everyone was talking about that. So they yeah, it was full immersion. Love it on on the Halcyon on Bat Two. I mean, we really didn't interact much with mm. much of the you know cast members there. Yeah, but the cast members who were there. For the Halcyon, you know, where we docked and stuff, you know, they were they were still in character like Got all it. the time. Got so, it. So you wore it you was, wore the pin on Batu to signify you were yes on the Halcyon. Yes, we had yeah we had we had the we had the pin, mm. and we had our separate data band, magic band. No, that signified you know it was it was white and it stood out. Yes. So like you know all through our Disney trip too, people were like, wow, you guys were on the you guys were on the Star Cruiser. Yes. So one of my hopes so. for the Star Cruiser being there is that kind of immersive experience that's happening in there gets pushed out into Batu more, you know, because they kind of this is what they were saying in the beginning what Batu was going to be. You were going to go to Batu and you were going to be on Batu, and it's kind of fallen somewhere in between, right? So my right. hope was being that you know if well, we have the Star Cruiser, people are going to want that experience when they're on the land, and if you're then it should just be there. It'll be good for everybody. So maybe we'll keep going in that direction. Right, and I think. I think I read somewhere that the dinner that we had with Gaia as a performer, that originally was supposed to be part of Batu. No way. Like it was supposed to be like a restaurant, like a, like, a, like a dinner show. Yeah. Oh, that would always sell out. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know if that was just a rumor mm. because they were setting this up for the Star Cruiser mm. or if they pulled it off of Batu to put on the Star Cruiser. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't make the room big enough for, for a dinner show in uh, in Galaxy's Edge, you know? Like that, right. Right. There's no chairs in Ogus for a reason, or <laughs> limited chairs in Ogus for a right. reason. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I want to wrap this up because I don't want to keep you all night, but I think we should continue this conversation. Yeah, we can talk for hours. <laughs> but I kind of want to leave on this. So you've experienced this now. You were in this story for two days. You had this chance to interact, you know, with your kids and your wife inside this game. Do you anticipate doing similar things in the future or uh, doing more g games, if not, you know, the Galactic Star Cruise or more role playing or has it changed you in any way? I think that based on this, this is like no experience I've ever had. Mm. More experiences like this, I would assume, would have to come out yeah you know there's you know new experiences like it doesn't have to be just for star wars like the same kind of mold can be used for like harry potter or can yeah. be used for the avengers or something yeah. or you know even even like murder like a dinner murder mystery thing yeah. could be like a whole weekend yes thing you know i'd be so in for that yeah yeah so i can i mean 
it's definitely something that I would consider, you know, even if it wasn't Star Wars. Awesome. Um, and I think that we really weren't much of like the role players before this. Like we didn't really dress up before this. Um, you know, we'd go to Comic Cons and like the kids would get dressed up in you know costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but now maybe we're a little bit more looser into into doing something like that. Oh, that's so cool. I don't know if I'd ever want to do like the LARPing thing, live action <laughs> role playing. That's a whole nother le- level. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'd be more comfortable, you know, like dressing up to for comic cons and for other things Yeah, like that. Oh, but that's great. My comfort level has gotten better with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that, I had a feeling that, and I can, I think that Disney will, Disney will do for role playing what I think really only Disney could do, right? Because Disney tells a great story. Everyone loves Disney. Role-playing is just telling a story, right? So, but there's there's a lot of stigma against role-playing, you know? There's, right. um, especially right. like tabletop role-playing, there's a lot of stigma against it. Yeah. But I think the more people that just see like, oh, this is a game and a story we tell each other, this is awesome, you know? Right, yeah. right. And it was awesome. I mean, it was like we lived inside of the game for two days. Yeah. All right, Dave, thank you so much for making the time to talk to me. Uh, yeah, no problem. Always always a good time. Hearing from you and hearing about how your family experienced it. And um, uh, thank you so much for, for sharing it with us today. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And today, today's it's the 4th. May the 4th, yes. Hey, may yes. the 4th be with you, sir. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> yep, all right.